Okay, so I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14. I have used Maybelline for that long. And their new Lifter Plump Lip Gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I apply a lip. I'm I'm just that girl. I'm sorry. I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new Lifter Plump. Okay. Here's why. There's a little heat in it and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the pod. Thank you to everyone who has been telling me that I don't have influencer voice. You have no idea how hard I'm trying. I'm also working super hard on my vocal fry. So thank you for the positive feedback on that. Tink's Miss is finally over. I hope you all enjoyed it. It's a massive relief to me that it's done. I don't want to be negative, but I I have to say... I I wanted to feel more of like a holiday spirit with Tinksmiths, but instead I felt like, I don't know, like a little disheartened. And it's it's so tough because with everything on social media, the negative parts just stick so much harder than the positive parts. Because like most people are amazing and they loved it and they had fun and there were so many winners and the, the brands were like out of this world this year, like incredible prizes. And I was so excited about you know, all the prizes and everything, but just people were really, I don't know, they were just writing me these long messages about why they should win, why they thought that there should be a new system. They were worried that it wasn't fair after I had, you know, spoken ad nauseum about how the brands pick the winners and it's all random and like, you know, you can be private or public. It doesn't matter. This isn't about a follower thing. And I don't know. It's just... 
I was a little bit sad, but again, I know that that's just only a few annoying people and most of you are nice and just wanted to enter and wanted to win. So that's just life, I guess. I went to the, um, oh my God, my, my friend texted me and she said, do you want to, she said, I listened to the pod episode on Friday, the one about sex where I didn't even think I sounded, sounded sad. And she was like, you sound really sad. Do you want to come up and see me in San Francisco? And I was like, fuck, do I sound that sad? Jesus. So I'm going to try to not sound sad today, even though it's not a serious topic, but we're going to get into it. So you'll see. Anyway, I went to the Goop holiday party last night, which was really fun and cute and, you know, nice to see everybody and award G label. And I was looking at a picture. I was just like, oh, I went last year and I like looked at the picture of myself from a year ago. It is crazy what the hair color and like a few pounds can do for me, on me. Like it just it makes the biggest difference. I I do kind of wish that more people had been honest with me about how bad my red hair looked, but that's okay. We'll leave it in the past. I'm I'm slowly I'm slowly getting back to a good hair color. Now I feel like my hair is too blonde, but this is just getting to be a really self-involved open, so I'll just quickly uh quickly avert that. Then I stopped by the favorite daughter event and I've been going to a lot of little holiday events because they've been, you know, cheering me up. It's nice to see everyone. I saw Sarah and Aaron and they have such a nice community with favorite daughter and their store is so cute. It's in Palisades Village. If you haven't been, it's very, very cute. I highly recommend checking it out. Um, And then I finished my book. And honestly, I think that that could be contributing to my malaise, the shards, if you haven't read it it's incredible, but like now I'm all consumed with it. You know, when a book just completely takes over your life and you feel like you live in the world. And then when you're in the real world, talking to people and doing your job, you feel like you can't even concentrate because you're just like, I'm, I need to be living in the world of the book. And you're so consumed by it. That was me, except for this book is very scary. So it was basically like I was living in like in fear for like, however long it took me like two weeks or whatever, but I would still highly recommend it. I, I'm absolutely gagged for them to do a mini series. Someone said HBO was adapting it, which is like the only people that I could see doing it and they would do it so well. Uh, if you have read the book, don't you think that Jacob Elordi would be an incredible Tom? And don't you think that Timothy Chalamet would be an incredible Brett? And I, I would love for Ansel Elgort, remember him, to be Robert Mallory. I've like cast the whole thing in my head if you have notes on that, please let me know. But I, yeah. And it's so funny because if you haven't read the book, it's about like high schoolers or, you know, but you know, in Hollywood people who are always like in their twenties play high schoolers. But I was thinking about who I would cast as all the girls and there really aren't that many like young starlets anymore, like who could play high schoolers, which leads back to our conversation that we had ages ago about movie stars and like how there's just not that many movie stars anymore of course there's celebrities and star you know kind of people who star in things but it's not like you know back in the day in the 90s when there were so many like jennifer aniston kate hudson like all the big hitter you know true celeb movie stars so i couldn't really think of anybody who would suit these roles who would be like age appropriate so if you have also made an imaginary cast of the shards please let me know also, if you have any other recommendations for all-consuming books, please let me know also. 
I swear, like as soon as I have an idea for a project, I feel better. And I had like two sparks of creativity this week when I was putzing around my house. So that is also making me feel a bit happier. And my family comes on Monday. I'm so excited to see them. This is my second year hosting in LA and I really like it. I'm really excited because I found this new pie shop. My family's really into pie and I, I don't know where to get them in LA. And my friend recommended Winston Pies. So I have ordered a bunch of pies. I'm really excited. And the other place is called Fat and Flour, but they're all the way downtown. So I don't know if I can drive all the way downtown because downtown is, it's a whole other world down there. Um, But so I'm going to try Winston Pies. I ordered the chocolate cowgirl pie, the fall pumpkin pie, and of course the pecan pie. I'm not a big pecan pie girl, but my family really likes it. So We will give it a go. The holidays are here and I know it can be stressful. So that is why I'm partnering with Ulta Beauty to bring you some exclusive gift guides throughout the month. So you guys know I am a big, big Ulta Beauty fan. Why? Because they have the best selection of products in store and online and I love a product, okay? Whether it's a little perfume moment, whether it's a hair journey moment, whether it's a little bit of makeup, I just love a product. They just get me through the day. Also, I love to give products because who doesn't want a little refresh to their bathroom cabinet? I mean, there's nothing like a fresh bottle of product that you're gifted, you try it out, it makes you feel pretty, it makes you feel good. Ulta Beauty is your go-to holiday destination. They provide simple and clear gifting curation and guidance for shoppers. Shop in store, online, or pick up today at ultabeauty.com. Okay, guys, my second gift guide with Ulta Beauty is gifting for loved ones. So the first thing is the YSL Black Opium Eau de Parfum. It's a two-piece women's fragrance gift set featuring the seductive and intoxicating Eau de Parfum. It is uh, the full spray and then a travel spray. Now, I absolutely love Black Opium. I have worn it for ages. It is warm. It is, I would definitely consider it like a nighttime scent. I definitely always wear it on dates or at a dinner, at a party. I get so many compliments on it. The bottle is beautiful. And I also love that this comes with a travel spray because I'm one of those people who always has a mini in their bag. Like I I really like to re-up my perfume throughout the night, especially if I like see someone cute. I'm about to go hug them. So I love that it has a little travel spray. So this is just such a great gift to give. Okay. And then the next thing is the Redken Acidic Bonding Concentrate Holiday Kit. As you know, I am literally obsessed with hair care and I, I really love Redken. I actually worked with them a long time ago um, because I love their products so much. So I've been a Redken stand for a minute and I love that this holiday kit has a little bit of everything. Um, it, it actually works. This is really, really, this is sitting bought acidic bonding concentrate is actually the product that I did a deal with because I was so obsessed with it back in the day. So um, that just speaks to the fact that it really works and I love it. I have loved bringing you guys gift guide ideas leading up to the holidays. Tune in next week as I bring you on my third and final gift guide centered around the dreaded last minute shopping. Shop in store, online or pick up today. Visit ulta.com slash shop slash holiday dash gifts to see the full holiday gift guide. Ulta Beauty, the possibilities are beautiful. 
So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. I am obsessed with Osea because it is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate neutral certified. And I just know I can feel very safe using everything. My mom loves it too. I always gift her Osea because I know she's obsessed with it. She is a big fan of the body oil. She just loves how soft it makes her skin feel. It is the best. The Andaria Algae Body Oil is seriously one of a kind. Like I said, that's my mom's favorite. It's rich yet never greasy and it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. It leaves skin silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. Today's episode is some hard questions to ask yourself or like hard truths to face because sometimes you can be going along in life and doing the work and you know doing your you know your job hanging out with your friends and and you just like you can kind of feel something brewing and and you just don't know why so these are these are just like thought starters like reframers they might apply to you. They might not. Maybe like one out of the whole list will apply to you. But And some of them I have experience in. Some of them I don't. But I, I really do like to examine my life at the end of the year and think about what I did well, what I could have done better, you know, where I want to improve on for myself for next year. And sometimes it's really hard to see in your blind spots, which is why I love therapy so much, because your therapist can kind of be like, oh, well, that's because of your raging need to control everything, Christina. And I'm like, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Just things that your friends truly couldn't say to you. And the this list is across every vertical. So love, work, everything. You know, there's just some thought starters. And I will try to explain why I think that they're useful. And again, these are kind of hard truths. These are questions that like you maybe don't want to be asked, but I think that they're very useful. And I hope you see why. Okay. So the first one is, does he actually listen to you or is he just waiting for his turn to speak? And this one, this is kind of like where I half got the idea is because when I went on some dates, again, I want to be vague just in case people know the people that I went on dates with. When I've been going on dates in the past like six months or so, there was some very like well-meaning guys who I was speaking to and chatting with on these dates. But and I could tell they liked me. That's that's the even more insane thing is that I could tell that they liked me, but they truly were not listening to what I was saying. They were just kind of like waiting for their turn to speak. And 
it's kind of a dark realization when you're on a date and you're like, I don't think that they're retaining anything that I'm saying or that they're even really listening. They're simply just waiting for their turn. Not a, not even in a self-absorbed way. I'm not talking about like a, a narcissist or some sort of self-absorbed prick. I'm truly just talking about like a lot of guys don't really listen to what girls have to say. And that fact made me very sad, but it also made me more resolute in in what I want from a partner and what I want from a date even. And I think this is so important because first of all, it's very widespread. And I think I've spoken to so many girls who are like, wait, when you actually think about that actively, it's kind of scary because so many dates you'll go on, you're like, they're literally not listening to me or they're not like asking me questions. That was another thing is like, I think I told this anecdote already, but I was on a date and I was definitely asking him a lot of questions because I'm a curious person. And I think that's obviously how you get to know people on a date. I wasn't being like Anderson Cooper. I was just asking him a lot of questions. And I kind of like glanced down at my phone and I like looked at the time and I realized that 35 minutes into the date or something around there, he hadn't asked me a question. Like he had, he'd obviously like, you know, volleyed the conversation back to me, but we were just totally talking about him and he was just waiting for his chance to speak. And, you know, it, it was just like unnerving. It was just weird. It was just, I don't know. It was like a little kind of game I played with myself to see like, is this guy going to actually ask me what I do? Or like, are we just going to talk about his boring ass job for the whole time? So it's a tough question to ask, but I think it's an important one. If you're going on a lot of dates, like really think about, is he actually listening to the answers of what you're saying? Or is he simply just waiting for his turn to speak? Okay. Whew. See, it's like, it sounds like it's negative, but I'm really just arming us with the questions that we need to be asking ourselves. You know what I mean? Number two, when you're judging people, it's often a form of control or you trying to control. And I really want you to think about this one because we all judge. We all judge, right? We judge people for their life choices. We judge people for what they wear. We judge people for um, what they say. Judgment is a part of human life. And when we're like, oh, don't be judgy, like da, da, da. It's like, yeah, you shouldn't be judgy, but on some level, like we all do. But I want you to think about your specific judgments and I want you to think about like what they mean and like really be honest because something I love is that like when it's in your brain, you can be completely honest with yourself if you allow yourself that moment. So really, really dig deep. Think about what you judge secretly about the shit that you will not even tell your best friend in your in those like secret best friend conversations, not even like the really bad stuff, but like the deeper stuff that you barely even admit to yourself, but you can feel it right? You can feel it. I'll make up an example so we can all do it together. Say you judge your friend because you think she's marrying a loser, right? And you're like, ugh, like you wouldn't even tell, you know, your, you know, your best friend or whatever, but you're like, I judged her because she's quickly marrying this loser. Like they've only been dating a year and now they're engaged. And like, I judge her for that, right? Fine. What does that mean? Like, what does that mean deep down to you? Is it because you're scared that you won't find someone? Is it because you're questioning your own choice of your own partner? Like, 
that is so deep and it is such an important thing is to like examine our judgments because it can be a window to what we are going through and where we're at and it or like our need to control because we're like oh like I don't that doesn't fit with my view of, or like that's not validating my choices it's very interesting to to get real with your judgments um and actually I'll give you a personal example and just be honest on Instagram stories this week I was saying I judge boring people and someone was like that's really rude like why do why would you judge boring people and I was like that's actually that's actually interesting let me really dig deep let me really really dig deep and I did and I don't have to take you guys through the whole thought exercise I did but it was interesting because that is one of my most common judgments of people is like if I think they're boring and I feel like sometimes I'm a little quick to um, write people off and be like oh they're boring like I don't want to I don't want to hang out with them or whatever and I really like journaled and I really dug deep and I feel like I got somewhere with it and it's like does it mean I'm going to stop judging people for being boring probably not but it did kind of illuminate some insecurities that I have because again most judgment comes down to like people validating or invalidating our own life choices or our insecurities. Okay, this is like a shorter one, but like it it could be painful. Number three, does he think about you when you're not around? And again, that's just been something that I've kind of thought about over the years with dating. And I know some of you out there in situationships just felt like a pang in your stomach. But seriously, if the person you're seeing or God forbid, like your partner or husband or whatever, doesn't think about you when you're not around, you deserve more than that. This one's pretty simple, but it's like painful if you feel like the answer is no. They should think about you when you're not around. If they're on a trip, they should be sending you a picture and being like, oh, they would love that. Or like, oh, I saw an ice cream and I thought of you because you love ice cream, whatever. Like they should think about you when you're not around. If you're in a situationship or God forbid, a relationship, full-blown relationship with someone, and they only think about you when you're right in front of them, that's not good enough. And I know that's scary, but you have to be real with yourself because it's the end of the year. Next, when you are constantly bitching about others, you're unhappy with yourself. This is a kind of obvious one, but I do like to remind everybody as much as possible because it's just so important. It's so important to be real with what's going on inside of you. And there is a big difference between bitching and gossiping. I have a whole episode about it. Go listen to it. It's a really good one. I'm very proud of it. Gossiping, we all gossip all the time. Fine. That's human nature. That's normal. But if you find yourself where you're in a mode where you are constantly bitching about people, just nonstop, like every time your friends come in the door, you're like, and this, this, and this, and I hate this, and I don't want to go on her bachelorette because she said this, and da 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 da, and she looks ugly, and she, her her boyfriend's stupid, and blah blah blah. You have shit going on within you. It is a very natural barometer of like of your internal kind of like vibe stability of how much you're bitching. Again, I gossip like a fucking housewife in the 1950s you don't don't get it twisted okay i gossip whenever i can there's actually a lack of gossip because everyone's so fucking boring that's a joke um but bitching constantly you have shit going on inside and it, and it will catch up to you again take it from me it, it will catch up to you 
There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress. And there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and book of the month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer. So important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam, because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looks, especially that frizzy top part, you know, in in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEETINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code me tanks. Do you find yourself searching for true crime podcasts that are different from what you're always recommended? Do you want to make a real difference in the cases that you're following? Well, you're a crime junkie and I'm Ashley Flowers, the creator and host of the number one true crime podcast, Crime Junkie. There are hundreds of episodes already available and each Monday we dive into the details of cases spanning from some of the most infamous to those that you have never heard covered before. Listen to Crime Junkie podcast now, wherever you're listening. Mm, This is a really good one because, again, I kind of dealt with it this year and it's very hard to control. Okay, the next point is the next question, whatever. Tough truth. The idea of what could have been can kill you. Okay, I'm talking about with relationships, situationships. Now, I'm not a scientist. I can't explain the difference between the, the male and the female brain, but I do know that women have cinema brain like no none other and we can break up with someone or we can have like a little situationship with someone who isn't even worthy who isn't even great and then after it's over or when we're breaking up with them we can construct this false projection of what could have been and we can live in that fantasy or like in that fantasy nightmare for way too long okay so i'm going to say it again The idea of what could have been can kill you. Okay. So really, really think about it. And when you are daydreaming or when you're upset or when you're missing your ex or when you're upset about a situationship not working out, really get granular and think to yourself, is it because 
I miss his energy. Like I physically miss the way he made me feel, the way he comforted me, the jokes we had together, the time. Or am I mourning the projection of what could have been? Because most of the time, it's this projection that gets us. And we are sitting there crying ourselves to sleep thinking, I can't believe that I lost that guy who was going to be the father of my kids and we were going to go all these places. And it's like, but did you? But did he act that way? Or is that a projection of what you thought he could have been and what you thought you could have been together? Okay. That's a tough one. It's hard. It's hard. I have cinema brain like crazy, you guys, with everything, not just with like what could have been, but just, I mean, it's difficult. Okay, this one is like, I don't have a neat way to say it, but it's very important, especially going into the holidays. So this tough truth is like, at some point, you are no longer helping. You just can't set boundaries. This is specifically in my case to do with family stuff, but it could be with anything. There comes a point where you are no longer helping the situation. You just have an inability to say, I can I can't help and I need to set a boundary. And it's complicated because again, women we're fixers, right? We are fixers. We want to fix everything. We want to fix everybody that we love. We want to fix every situation. We want to make it okay. We you know, we are inclined to smooth things over, but at some point you can't fix it and you just have to set a boundary. Like another really good example which I think a couple of my friends are in right now is with work and like, listen, guys, work for every industry is tough right now. It's a shit show. People are nervous about the economy. Like everything is very unstable. A couple of my friends have jobs that are just so stressful and so hard and just really confusing and and hard times and demanding bosses and demanding teams And at some point you have to realize, like, no matter how hard you try, you can't fix it. You just have to set a boundary and say, I did my best today. This is a shit show. I need to draw a line in the sand and I need to go home and I need to live my personal life. Or another example would be like, if you have a a really difficult mother-in-law or you're dealing with something like that. And it's like, at some point, you have to just set a boundary. And it's not because you didn't try hard enough. It's not because you didn't find the solution. It's not because you weren't good enough or whatever. It's because you just need to set a boundary. And that is actually the only way forward. And I've had to learn that the hard way, like so many times. Actually, like I remember one of my earliest memories was always my dad said to me, he was like, Christina never knows when to quit. She never knows when to just quit and just walk away. And I was like, whoa, that really stuck with me from a young age. And I don't. Sometimes I just like I can't let it go. And I'm like trying and I'm trying and trying. And that's why I talk so much to you guys about boundaries is because it was a very new concept for me when I started therapy. I didn't really get it. I was like, I don't know what that means. That sounds like fluffy therapy speak. But boundaries have been so instrumental in my personal life, my growth and me just kind of like maturing as a person because so much of my younger life was just not knowing when to quit and not knowing when to walk away and just saying, I can no longer be additive to the situation. I need to just create space. Another tough truth. I'm using examples of my own life so you don't feel like I'm accusing you guys of anything. 
sometimes you can be the problem. Okay. If you are fighting with everybody in your life, it could be you. Now, that's a really uncomfortable thought. This is what this episode is about on tough truths, tough thought starters. But sometimes if you are fighting with everybody in your life, the call is coming from inside the house. It could be you. I had a time in my life when I was so deeply unhappy and I noticed that I was in a fight with like three different sets of best friends and I don't really fight with my friends. And at the time I didn't get it, but I was so fucking unhappy and I was so depressed and so angry with myself and so like lost in space that it was causing me to act like a raging bitch oh I was also fighting with my family I remember I was like I was having this terrible fight with my mom and I just went in my room and I was like crying 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 and I didn't realize until later like it was me hi it's me I'm the problem so again not comfortable thought But sometimes you really need to wake yourself up and be like, oh, shit, like I'm going through something. I need to get in therapy or I need to like fix whatever is going on internally because it's causing issues in every other area of my life. So I hope that that doesn't apply to anyone. But if it does, don't stress. Just figure out what's going on and then you can start to repair all the little fires in your life. Okay, the last one. You accept the love and the the behavior that you think you deserve, okay? I know you're kind of like, okay, we've heard that one before, Jinx. But I I have a part B to that. And sometimes that means being single. Okay, so the first part. You accept the love and behavior that you think you deserve. And so by this, I mean... If you have low self-esteem and you are in some shitty situationship where you're being dragged along and like you keep like waiting for little breadcrumbs and you you hold out and you're trying to just make it work and you're like, okay, no, this is fine, whatever. There is something inside of you that thinks like this is all you deserve. Okay. And you have to work on your self-esteem and your confidence so that, listen, one of my favorite mantras is water seeks its own level. And by that, I mean, it means like you attract your your vibe attracts your tribe. No, I'm just kidding. But like you attract what you think you deserve. And so you need to be vibrating at the highest possible level that you can so that that's what you're attracting in a partner. Now, the second part, sometimes that means being single. And that's a fucking hard pill to swallow. I think that's like one of the things that I learned this year. I went on a lot of dates. I put myself out there. I did summer of outside, all that shit, right? But no one was good enough. And that's not from a place of snobbiness. That's not from a place of being picky. That's just knowing what you deserve and what you want and being secure enough to say no to anything that doesn't fall in that bucket. And that can be hard, right? Because it gets lonely. And it's like, you're kind of like, but I've done all this work on myself. Like, I don't really get it. Why? Why can't I have a boyfriend if I'm, you know, if I have this confidence, if I have this self-esteem? That's the point is that sometimes having those standards, knowing what you want and knowing what you want it to feel like means saying no to things that don't fit in your bucket anymore. Right. And that's, that's difficult. It can be very, very difficult. So I hope that something in there sparked 
some thought for you guys for the end of the year. Personally, I'm doing a lot of like reflection work and projection work for next year. I, as you know, I'm going to be in LA for the next couple weeks. Scary. So I just have been trying to work on myself and figure out, you know, what I want for the next year. And also, if you are in therapy, it's a great time to like ask your therapist, be like, hey, what do you think I did well this year? This is also why I like my therapist and why I like the style of cognitive behavioral therapy. I mean, to each their own, of course, any anything is great if it's right for you. But I really like feedback. I like homework. I like making lists, all that stuff. I know, Virgo, whatever. But you can ask your therapist, like make them work for it. Be like, hey, like in our next session, I think it's good to give them time to prepare, obviously. Be like, hey, in our next session, do you mind if we go through, you know, what went well this year and what areas of improvement I can work on next year. Or if you have goals, if you're like, hey, I really want to manage my anxiety better next year. Or, hey, I really want to get out of this like negative dating pattern I've been in. Like, can we make a plan for next year? Like now is the time. Like I I know some people make fun of people who are obsessed with New Year's because they're, they're like, oh, there's no difference between December 31st and January 1st. But I like signs. I like clean lines in the sand. I like fresh beginnings. I like new starts. I like lists and journals and reflecting and all of that. So, you know, take advantage of it. And I hope I didn't hurt anybody's feelings with the honest questions this episode. But at some point in my life, I have had to ask myself or tell myself some version of that. And you've just got to get real with yourself sometimes to make a great leap forward. So I hope it was inspiring. I mentioned on IG, but doing giveaways really, really fucks up the algorithm, like really messes it up because essentially Instagram thinks it's not their fault, but like they think that it's like I bought followers or I bought bots, B-O-T-S, because, you know, all of a sudden I have like 11,000 comments on every post like that. That's what happens when you like buy Instagram followers. So it like suppresses your content. So if you see any of my posts, just like normal ones, smash a like that would mean so much to me seriously it would mean the world it it really helps just to get my algorithm back to normal so that you can see all my content which will hopefully be really funny and fucking cool so <laughs> I'll try my hardest you guys give it a like and we'll go from there I appreciate it one of my resolutions is to get better at asking for help so this is me doing my resolution already I love you guys I will see you back here next time until then bye Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.